0: Can I borrow a cup of podcast?
1: Only if you promise to give it back.
0: (laughs) Ha ha ha, it's Schmanners. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And
1: I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy. And you're listening to Schmanners. It's extraordinary etiquette. For
0: ordinary occasions. Hello, my dove. Hello,
1: dear. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm liking the new office config.
0: The thing that you must know about me to understand anything about Travis. This is like uh, when you do Christmas Carol and you're like, Marley was dead to begin with. This is like to begin with i'm always rearranging my <laughs> office i am never happy with how my office is arranged or i am happy with it and then like
1: you're just looking for something fresh something i'd like i
0: like to shake up the energy
1: maybe there's a better way of doing it you know? yes right you don't and, want to be stuck with one single office the way it is all your life
0: well i'm fine with that it's just i like <laughs> putting a new outfit on my office i that? see okay yeah? Dress dress that office up and take it out. I'm always changing my look. I'm always changing my office. But I'm keeping my podcast Ah. the same. Hi, it's Schmanners. What is Schmanners, you ask? Who knows? So this week we're (laughs) talking about uh, borrowing.
1: Yeah. And um, I know we didn't specify, but I'm going to talk a little bit about borrowing money. Ooh. And then I'm going to talk about borrowing stiff.
0: Now I'm led to believe that neither a borrower nor a lender one should be
1: Correct, now who said that?
0: That was Polonius in uh, Hamlet Not, as some people would credit, Shakespeare Shakespeare, Shakespeare didn't <laughs> say it Shakespeare had a character say it Okay everybody, alright He wrote it People are always saying like to be or not to be. Shakespeare. No, Shakespeare didn't say that. Mm -hmm. Hamlet said it. Hamlet is a character that Shakespeare wrote, but Shakespeare didn't say it. It's true. I'm sorry. Hey, listen. I got mad. It's an episode of Shannons. I'm not allowed to get mad. I understand that. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry you had to see me like that. Okay. So why shouldn't I be a borrower or a lender? Do you think?
1: Okay. Well, quickly, let's talk about moolah. All right.
0: Okay, I was specifically talking about that moment in Hamlet. Oh,
1: I don't remember. (laughs) 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 So money. Had he gone crazy yet? Or quote crazy yet? that's Polonius giving
0: his son Laertes just like a laundry list of like.
1: Oh, before he goes off to school.
0: And yeah, a lot of people always attribute that as like it's a moment of like, here's some good advice. But really what it is is um, Polonius like mother henning. And telling his, like, full-grown adult son all of these things, like, uh, and remember this, and remember, and layers Wash like, behind
1: your ears. Yes, Dad, and I And always yes, wash I your know. towels. Remember to change your sheets and eat your vegetables.
0: Yeah, so basically what, what Polonius is saying there shouldn't be taken as, like, what's sage advice?
1: <laughs> well, there is evidence that really what you need to do is you need to decide uh, what's more important the money or the friend?
0: I am I am someone who is of the opinion that if I loan money to someone, I uh, am doing so not with the expectation of getting it back.
1: Right. And that is pretty much what George Lowenstein, professor of economics and psychology at Carnegie Mellon, and Linda De- Dezo from the University of Vienna, uh, they wanted to find out, how people thought about personal lending emotionally, Mm -hmm. right? And that's one of the ways that they measured it. So the first thing was they wanted to figure out whether the lender and the borrower would fall victim to the kind of like personal bias when remembering the details of the loan, right? Because your memory is really your just perception, whereas the events that go, go through may or may not actually be how you yes, remember it. memory
0: is subjective memory is from a point of view and it is not necessarily the stone cold fact of the situation and
1: then they wanted to study how the loans affected ongoing relationships between the two people right so we're not talking about bank loans we're talking about like i said personal yes, interpersonal personal loans yes. loans all right so they surveyed about a little under a thousand people um, and everyone had to complete a survey with the following questions. How much was the loan? What was its purpose? How much did you get back? What was the interest? And did they have a formal contract? When I lend people, and I mostly uh, lend very, very personal people yes. money, I don't think that I've ever thought to charge interest. No. No? No,
0: I... the the only circumstance in which i can imagine doing that is like you know what i will say maybe in the future when bb like is old enough to ask for money for something mm-hmm. and we're trying to teach her the right. responsibility of paying moment. back then but like if i need to loan a cousin some money or something like i'm not charging them the juice on it. <laughs> you know the meter's not running
1: i do think though that it is i i can't recall a loan i've given where i haven't had some sort of written i need 500 dollars. i'll pay you back with my next paycheck something like that that's that's counts as a contract
0: you know that's fair but i think something we're going to touch on a lot in this episode especially when we get to the questions in the second half is i am of the opinion that you should never loan anything well okay I'll get to that later. But I also think a lot of it comes down to uh, like word choice and semantics, where I think a lot of the time people say, we joked about it in the intro, I think a lot of people say like borrow, or when they when mean- When they mean have. Can I have it, right? Yeah. So let's say like, can I borrow a tissue? Can I borrow some, ki- or whatever? Can I borrow a dollar? And it's like, I'll just give you a tissue. I'll just give you a right. dollar. Right, right. And so- a lot of the times when I offer to loan somebody money, especially, I'm doing it because if I said, let me give you money, they might feel awkward. Right. And there's something about the word like loan and borrow that's mm-hmm. a lot softer than like, can you give me or can I give you money? Right. Money, especially.
1: Exactly. Um. So surprise. Surprise the borrowers remembered the transaction a lot differently than the lenders did. Uh-huh. Um so borrowers were far more likely to forget having having even taken a loan, believe it was already paid off, um and if it wasn't paid off, they were more likely to believe that they had made a lot more payments than they actually had made, and then they were also more likely to reframe the unpaid loans as a gift.
0: Yeah. That I am not surprised by that at all. I will say I'm someone who like all through elementary school and middle school, you know, we would have like vending machines. Mm -hmm. And I was like constantly, quote unquote, borrowing like 50 cents, 65 or whatever Mm -hmm. from people. Mm -hmm. With like, even as I asked, I wasn't going to pay them back. I knew that. And so like that is maybe one of the reasons why now I am so happy to like loan people stuff. Get quote unquote loan. Loan. Is yeah. because, like, I'm kind of paying it forward more than paying it back.
1: Uh, to put that in perspective, 87% of borrowers believed that they would eventually pay down their debt, while only 35% of lenders believed they would ever get their money back. That's exactly how you feel. Yep. Um, So they didn't do this, this experiment or this survey to like, you know, take down capitalism and say you should never you should never take a personal loan.
0: No, that was just a side effect. They didn't mean to take down capitalism, but, you know, here we are.
1: Uh, So the the advice that they would like you to glean from this is to not succumb to the immediate pressure to take or make a loan. See what you can do to move things around first before you go for that.
0: I, especially important. This is not normally what we do, but you know, I got a little bit of a platform, so I'll use it. Payday loans, unless it's like as, but even yeah. then, do whatever the you can. Interest
1: is just so high. Yeah,
0: and it's a real scam, those payday loans. So it's
1: surprising that they're legal.
0: Well, a lot of that has to do with the money from the payday loans, people. Going to politicians, am I right? Capitalism. Capitalism. Um, this is a very anti-capitalistic episode.
1: <laughs> well, it is about borrowing, which That's is true. kind of a communist sort of tentpole, sure. isn't it?
0: Sure. Maybe this is also just where Teresa and I reveal our very like anarchist <laughs> ways.
1: Uh, no, those are different anarchy I and communism. I know I was going
0: all the way oh we're okay. going all the way over if you're going to go to a town and go into town going to Lincoln is that it whatever something
1: like that uh, they recommend that even though it's really weird and awkward you should make a contract even if it is the like I said earlier I need so much I'll pay you back when right um, I would say
0: if you are the type of person who cares about being paid right back. Yes. right
1: um. Also, as a as a borrower, you should document your payments and leave a paper trail um, so that you can always go back and see how much you've actually paid back and how much you still owe.
0: You know, here's the thing. We are talking about money, but I actually think a lot of this applies to general things like. Oh, for example, somebody let me find it real quick. Um. Okay, so this is from uh, Geeky With Me, a question, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a friend that insists on taking a picture of the person who is borrowing the item with said item. Is this rude? And I would say no. No, because I this wouldn't is, either. If, if you're loaning someone to some, something to someone and you intend to get it back, I think it's a good way to keep track of it in your head. Like, this person has it. So I Absolutely. don't forget it. Man, sometimes I think about that where it's like a movie that I know I bought and I can't find anywhere and I can't remember if I loaned it to somebody or what the deal is. Exactly,
1: And I think it's all about the way that said friend goes about photographing the borrowers. Because if it turns into like a mugshot and they hold it over their head and be like, I know you have it, you have to give it back... That is rude, right? That's 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 the rude part. That's the rude part. But the actual photographing and knowing who has your things. I read um, that there one of the uh, lawyer friends of Abraham Lincoln.
0: I like how you said that very southern. Like one of the lawyers lawyers,
1: uh, amassed a huge private library so huge that uh the estate later donated it to create a public library like it was only like it was most of the library and they're like let's just make a new building that's not this dude's house anyway um he Abraham Lincoln borrowed a book from this fellow and they weren't quite sure Who it belonged to until they found on the flypaper page, which is like one or two pages in, right? The actual address of the owner of the book in Abraham Lincoln's handwriting. So what he did was he borrowed the book from this man. He wrote the address of the man so that he could return the book and know where it went.
0: Now, I'm not crazy about that because he did write in someone else's book.
1: Well, but it belonged. It wasn't abraham's address it was the owner of the book's address
0: no i do understand that but abraham lincoln did write in another person's book
1: i suppose he did
0: okay i do i appreciate the intention but don't write in other people's books but I maybe also,
1: he should have used a post-it note yes
0: right or shoved his a, a separate piece of paper in who knows who knows um but i also think that you know you talk about documenting like, you
1: didn't you didn't recognize my joke they didn't have post-it notes no, I do get that. No, but you didn't say anything.
0: Oh, it's very funny. Maybe, Maybe. he could have invented them. Did Abraham Lincoln invent post-it notes? We'll never know. We'll ne- no one knows. <laughs> Who? How could we possibly find out? Um, but I, I do think, like, documenting your repayments of money, you could also, like, text a friend or email them and say, like, still working on that book you loaned me. I should be done in a week. You know what I mean? Like, so that way, if... Okay, I just want to jump... I want to get into questions because I feel like I'm, But, but what? wait Ugh. I still I have I have so much love to give No listen Okay
1: We talked about the monies Uh huh Now I want to talk about the stuff
0: Okay Okay I'm some just very... I'm bursting with advice I
1: know you are darling But here are some very succinct Okay Common sense things okay. That you should know about lending your stuff How to be a good borrower You shouldn't borrow anything that you can't return as soon as you finished it with it Uh if something you have breaks, uh, you should really apologize and try to buy the person a new one if you can. Maybe even make installments towards a new one. Um, you shouldn't borrow anything brand new because you should really let the person who owns it use it first. This goes back to I never get the first bite of your meal.
0: Yes, this is true. Well,
1: don't say like that makes it not I just like that the first bite. I just got the food, you know? Uh... You really just shouldn't borrow money from a friend. Just don't, because it makes it makes things hard.
0: Uh, once again, though, I'm going to throw the caveat there of if it is the type of friend who is dead set on getting paid back. Yes. You know? Um. Also, because here's the thing. This is another. This is an important thing, right? Because I am of the opinion that money, goods, whatever, sometimes you are repaid in friendship and kindness and all of that without, like, an actual monetary, like... So,
1: the friendship bank instead of the actual bank. Right.
0: So, I'm loaning you this money, and I know that if I ever need help from you on something, you will help me, be it with money or support or friendship or whatever.
1: Also... That's where I'm at. So, if you ask to borrow something, don't give anybody grief if they say no, right? um as far as the lender
0: That's a um, fun thing now we get to watch BB do sometimes when we talk <laughs> about sharing and she goes to like ask for something from someone and they say no and then she just kind of stands there staring at her hands like but I asked, I asked. but I asked you huh
1: um so make sure that you set a use for the item that you are lending out uh so if you loan out say uh your Lawnmower, right? You are going to say that uh, just to mow the the lawn, not to turn into a projectile weapon.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: Okay. I mean, if you throw rocks at the blade, they'll come back at you. I get
0: that. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, also you probably should write out an agreement you and I we have different opinions of this but if you want to be able to come back to it if you want to get that money back a good way to do it is to write out an agreement and finally set a time limit this is not borrowing in like a rent to own type deal right so if you borrow my lawn mower this week I need it back ne- by next week to mow my lawn
0: got it that all makes sense uh, and now it's time for some thank you notes for some sponsors and then your questions. All right, this week we are sponsored in part by Quip. Listen, if you've listened to my voice before, you've probably heard me talk about Quip. I love it so much. Listen, folks, I've been doing lines for the last eight weeks, right? These plastic little guys sit on my teeth. And sometimes when I take them off, my teeth, they feel real dirty. One might even say fuzzy. Sometimes <laughs> that's how we talk about our teeth. in it sounds like they're wearing little fuzzy sweaters, you know, when they feel really dirty and go... Yeah. And nothing makes my teeth feel cleaner than around with the Quip, you know? You
1: talk about dirty teeth and I immediately run my time yeah, around like, mine. <laughs> And
0: the Quip, here's what I love about the Quip. It is an electric toothbrush, right? But without the kind of like violent vibrations that make you feel like your teeth are gonna fall out right it is a gentle but effective vibrating toothbrush that is also like slim and trim easy to take with you on the road um it like its case doubles as a great travel case and as like a suction cup case that you can stick to the mirror uh it's not a suction cup it's like a reusable sticky thing it's not important it's amazing i love it very much and it has a built-in two-minute timer and a multi-use... Oh, I said the multi-use. But the, the timer will, like, buzz to tell you when it's time to switch to a different section of your teeth.
1: And if you haven't been using a timer to brush your teeth, you have not been doing the recommended no, two minutes. It is so long. <laughs> I'll
0: be brushing my teeth and they think, surely we're done now. And it hasn't stopped. And I'm like, come on, that's two minutes. And, like, we're listen, we're all way off. And... Uh, Quip will deliver your brush heads automatically on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5. And it's one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association. That's incredible. It's backed by over 20,000 dental professionals. Now, Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash schmanners right now, you get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack for free at get q-u-i-p dot com slash schmanners go trust me it's going to become your new favorite toothbrush
1: schmanners is also sponsored in part by harper wild okay you may not have heard of them but they are a no nonsense bra online bra retailer hey a lot of people me i wear a bra a lot of people wear bras and a lot of people think it's a hassle, but it doesn't have to be that way.
0: A lot of people wear bras. A lot of people don't care for nonsense. That's
1: right. Um, Harper Wild has a revolutionary free home try on period. They send you the bras. You try them on. No questions asked. You return them. No money exchanged. Um, so then this is, the, this is what they have in mind. They want uh, a design that provides support and comfort with quality in mind. All right. They're set at a very attractive price point. So, you know, fill up that bra drawer. Okay.
0: Or bra bag. Or bra. Or bag, maybe like I don't know, bra, bra hooks. Closet.
1: Any of that stuff.
0: A a bra a bra That's a bra closet.
1: Oh, got it. Got it. Um, so one of the other really great things about this retailer is they donate a portion of their sales to organizations dedicated to empowering women.
0: That's so cool.
1: Now, like I said, not just women wear bras, but it is a good idea to empower women who do wear bras.
0: Yes. Agreed. Right.
1: So, um I took a look at their website and the thing that I really like is that there's not like this huge drop down menu. There's not like pages to scroll through. They got three kinds. They got multiple colors. You can pick what you need and you can and it's really easy to buy bundles, right? right. So go check it out. Go to harperwild.com slash schmanners. We
0: well, should say that's wild with an E.
1: Yes, yes. Um uh, to get started today with a free at home try-on and you can get a free bra wash bag. Make sure to select three bras to try on and don't forget you have to add that wash bag to the cart to get it for free. That's HarperWild, W-I-L-D-E, dot com slash schmanners to try on three bras and receive a free gift. HarperWild dot com slash (laughs) schmanners.
0: Dead Pilot Society brings you exclusive readings of comedy pilots that were never made, featuring actors like Patton Oswalt.
1: So the vampire from the future sleeps in the dude's studio during the day, and they hunt monsters at night. It's Blade meets the Odd Couple.
0: <laughs> Adam Scott and Jane Levy. Come on, Corey. She's too serious, too business-y. She doesn't know the hokey-pokey. Won't well, learn what it's all about? <laughs> Busy Phillips and Dave Keckner. Baby,
1: this is family. My Uncle Tell, who showed his wiener to Cinderella at Disneyland, is family. Do you want him staying with us? He did stay with us for three months. And he was a delight.
0: A new pilot every month, only on Dead Pilot Society for maximum fun. If you like
1: MaximumFun.org podcasts, chances are you are an enthusiastic consumer of good media.
0: Which is why we're here to tell you about the outlier show on (laughs) MaximumFun.org. The one that just doesn't fit. The Greatest
1: Generation is a Star Trek podcast by a couple of guys who are a little bit embarrassed to have a Star Trek podcast, and that MaximumFun.org is probably a little bit embarrassed to call one of its shows.
0: And that, more than anything, should inspire you to subscribe and download The Greatest Generation. What is this thing? Why is it here? (laughs) Who listens?
1: All of these answers can be found if you subscribe to The Greatest Generation
0: using your podcatcher or by going to MaximumFun.org. Okay, it's time to do some questions. This first one is from Nathan. I borrowed a couple of books from a friend, and it's been longer than I'd like, about a year and a half, and I haven't read them. She hasn't asked for them back, but I'd like to let her know that I haven't forgotten about them and will read and return them. What's the best way?
1: Um, I think that... Okay, here's... here's... Here is in a perfect world what I would do if I had completed any of the books that I borrowed, I would return that one, right? And I would put a little note on it and be like, I'm still reading those books I borrowed and thinking of you, like things like that, right? So that one, they'll get their books back. You know, eventually. And two, they know that you remember that you borrowed them. Because I think that's really half the battle as far as being being like a lender of things. You think that people have just, you know, walked off with your stuff and they don't even remember it's yours.
0: I, I also think, maybe think in terms of like a library, right? Where if you needed more time with the book, you would renew the book by talking to the library. So I think if you go to this friend and say, hey, I want you to know I haven't forgotten about it. I haven't gotten a chance to read them yet, but they're like next on the list. I'm going to read them now and get the book to you. If you need it back, let me know and I can give it back to you and borrow it another time. Yes. Right. I think Agreed. I, I think Both th-
1: solid, solid advice.
0: I think with... Borrowing. One of the things that we're going to mention a lot as we answer these questions is like a lot of our topics. I think this is one of those times where language word choice is so very important, both as the borrower and as the lender, because I think a lot of times one, someone will offer to lend something to someone and that the borrower doesn't really want it. That's happened to me a lot Mm, where lender said like, I remember those books I told you about, I brought them in so you could read them. And I will say right now, if you don't intend to read them, I think you should say, I appreciate that. I have zero time for those. And I'd hate to like take them and forget I have them and that kind of thing. Hold on to them. And if I have a chance to read them, I'll let you know, right? And, right. and I think vice versa, if a borrower asks to borrow something you're not comfortable with, say no. And if you're just giving it to them, say, make it clear, I am done reading this. I would like to give you this book.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. The, like you said, I think this is going to be an episode where we really talk about asking for what you want is not rude. In yeah. fact, it is more polite to ask directly for what you want in a kind way. Uh, than it is to kind of beat around the bush about it.
0: I mean, Ames asks about uh, what's the protocol for when you return a book or movie without reading or watching it. I think you can say, I felt bad keeping this longer. I haven't gotten a chance to read it or watch it yet. And I don't know when I'm going to get to. So you hold on to it. And when I'm ready, I'll let you know. Perfect. Like I, I think that's the thing is... I.
1: That happened to us, right? Yes. Our, oh, my our gosh. Our friend Kelly
0: landed this Crazy Heart, and we had it for about three and a half well, years. Well, but the
1: story behind Crazy Heart was we we tried to go and see it in the theater. That was our
0: it, first date, and, and we it ended didn't up showing up late. Out. And then we bought different tickets, but we ended up skipping that because we just wanted to talk to each other all night because we are super cute. And so then Kelly loaned crazy it to
1: us. And we never got around to watching
0: it. It sat on the table next to our front door for, no joke, like two, three years. And then when we moved to L.A., we just, like, handed it back to her with the rap. I think, like... The was <laughs> on it? Maybe. Yeah,
1: I think so.
0: Um, And and so, like, that's the thing is... I would also say, Nathan, if this person has lent you this and it's been a year and a half and they haven't mentioned it again, they might not care about getting it back, you know? But if you don't want to hold on to it, I think it's worth, like, bringing it up. And not not in an I'm-so-embarrassed kind of way, but just, like, matter-of-fact... Because sometimes also embarrassment can stop us from addressing things that aren't embarrassing. Like, just say like, hey, I want you to know I haven't forgotten about this.
1: Travis says this all the time. You are not the first person to have ever dealt with this problem. Yes.
0: Um, Along these same lines, Scott asks, is there an expiration date on asking for something back? Say I forgot I lent something to someone and remember many months later. At what point does it go from a borrowed item to a given item?
1: mm and
0: here's the thing I
1: don't think that there's really a time limit
0: well so here's what I'll say two things one my rule of thumb never loan out anything that you that you would be upset if you didn't get back right. right so there are many items in my life that hold like strong personal significance I have like signed copies of books I have like photo albums mm-hmm. I have things that, if I didn't get them back, I would be very sad. So I wouldn't loan those out. I, w- I don't loan out anything that can't be replaced, you know. Certainly. That said, I think that at any point, unless you said, I'm giving you this item. If you said, D- if someone asked to borrow it and you said, yes, you can borrow it. I think at any point you say, hey, I'm just checking in to see if you got a chance to read it, use it, watch it, whatever. Um, let me know if you need more time. Totally Cool. Uh, but if you're done with it, I'd love to get it back. Done. Like, yeah. it's yours. You paid money for it or you were given it or whatever. You own it. I think it's okay to ask for it back.
1: And if you would like to just give it to them, that's fine, too.
0: Uh, this is from Anne. If you've had bad experiences loaning things, is it rude to give friends terms when they borrow or better to just say no?
1: Yes. Wait, I think it is. Which one? I think that it's it's both. Okay. You are welcome to give terms. In fact, I encourage it. Yes. And you are also welcome to say no. Um, Maybe it might be a better idea if you suggest doing said uh, borrowing together. Right. If they want to borrow a movie, say, hey, yeah, come on over to my house and we will watch it together.
0: Yes. And I will also say this. If. There is something if you have like a best friend, right, who you know would love a book that you just finished reading, get them a copy of the book for two reasons. One helps the author out. Hi, Travis McElroy, author here. (laughs) Two, now you've given it to them and like it's theirs. I, I I think there's something about being given a gift that would make me more likely to want to read the book or watch the movie than if someone handed me something and said I'm loaning this to you and you didn't ask me for it. You know what I mean? Sure. So I would say if there's a book that you have or a movie or something that the other person wants and it's not cost prohibitive, maybe considering just getting it for them as a gift if you don't want to loan it to them. I don't know. That's an option. Um, Let's see. More questions. This is from Madeline. Uh, I lent a coworker a book about a year ago. And I recently asked for it back, and she said she was still reading it. Where do I go from here? I want my book back. Hmm. I think that's fine. I I think you asked. They said they were still reading it. I would give them, you know, two weeks and say, like, hey, just checking in. And don't say it like you're implying anything or whatever. Just checking in. And if they're like, yeah, I'm still reading it, they're like, okay, Um, I'm hoping to get that back from you soon. I was hoping to reread it or whatever. Do you know about when you've been done, how far you are away from the end? Because here's the thing. They might not realize that you want it back in a timely manner. Mm -hmm. So maybe they're not reading it at a pace. They are simply you know, picking it up whenever they think about it and you reminding them that you would like to get it back might encourage them to finish the book faster. I think all of that is fine to do without... Because once again, this is another circumstance, I think, where you waiting to say something is going to make it hard for you not to sound frustrated.
1: Yes, I agree with that. I also think that you need to weigh your relationship, right? What What is the importance of your relationship with this person if you continue to ask them and they become annoyed? Is it worth that? That, you know, that strain in the relationship or is it something you can just write off and forget about? Yeah. That's that's what sometimes what you need to do.
0: Uh, This question is from Dell. How are you supposed to approach someone if you accidentally broke the thing you borrowed from them?
1: You are supposed to apologize and attempt to replace it or at least contribute to the replacing of it.
0: This is something I will say. So like when I worked at Cincinnati Shakespeare Company we would often borrow pieces from other theaters around town. And this is where that like contract is mm-hmm. super if, because there are pieces, you know, sometimes you might borrow something from someone that is like very expensive. Right. And this is where like, if, just like, I think if you are a lender, I don't think you should loan out anything that you would be heartbroken if you lost. If you are a borrower, you shouldn't borrow anything you can't afford to replace. Um, because, you know, accidents do happen and that, you know, for example, if you're going to like borrow somebody's car, Mm -hmm. like it, that's a thing, you know, you need to be ready to pay if there are any damages while you're in, like, you can't borrow the car and then hand them back the keys and be like, yeah, I got in a wreck. Sorry. Yeah. Like that, that is not okay. That's my advice. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Um, well uh nate uh asked what is acceptable to borrow and i think you know nothing you can't replace if may be yeah so
1: nothing sentimental i wouldn't ask for anything like that um i think that media is safe to borrow movies books um video games you know if they're those ones on what is that do they call them cd-roms what do they call them Just CDs? Just a video game? Just a video game? Yeah.
0: On a disc?
1: Disc On a disc. There it is. (laughs) Um, On a floppy. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Clothing, I think, is iffy. Um, It would really depend on, like, the state of the clothing. If something is super brand new, like... Said friend hasn't even worn it yet. You can't ask to borrow that,
0: yeah. I think, like, if I walked in i said, Yeah, there's a brand new jacket, and somebody's like, Oh, can I borrow it? I'd be like, No, no, no. (laughs) But I think if it was like, Hey, do you remember that jacket you got last year? Would it be okay if I borrowed that for this thing? Right, I'd probably be. And I would also not
1: recommend asking to borrow anything that's like a signature piece, yes, right? If it's say jacket right the jacket is super old but they wear it every winter right like they've had it for years that's probably not something that you would be able to borrow
0: and and this might go without saying but i'm gonna say it anyways don't ask to borrow anything that that person borrowed from somebody else
1: Mm, yeah the Uh, double
0: borrow yeah it's it's too many factors and it puts the middle person in a weird place if something happens to the item and then they're kind of stuck negotiating. But it's I think it's too many levels. Right. Um, this question is from Matthew. When returning a borrowed gift, should you or excuse me, when returning something borrowed, should you return it with a gift of thanks?
1: Oh, that's really nice, but not necessary. Um, I think that uh, somewhere in between that, a nice note. Yeah. Detailing how much you enjoyed it. Um, something I say, like that. But a gift, while I'm sure appreciated, uh, is not necessary.
0: I would say that there is a certain level. Like if someone borrowed my car, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And it was like for three days you can borrow my car while yours is in the, in the shop. Mm-hmm. That might be that more so than like borrowing a You know what you book.
1: do. You fill up the tank with with gas. Yes. Or like
0: if if somebody like stays at your house, you know, while they look for that kind of thing. But yeah, I think like loaning a book to somebody, maybe money. If there's like a big major loan, that might be nice of like I paid you back and took you out to dinner to show you thanks for helping out when I needed to. But I don't think it's required.
1: I have read about you should never return an empty dish. Yes. So I think that that. That but is... then that's
0: just a cycle of casseroles, <laughs> Teresa. Endless ca- casseroles all the way down. But
1: casseroles are delicious.
0: I mean, I guess. So but... do
1: you really mind? Do you mind the endless cycle? I'm saying what Aren't if they buried worse things? In Listen, you won't. You will eat your way out. I'm I know you're over in my McElroy. grave.
0: I would. I do enjoy a casserole. Um, let's see. What's your favorite casserole? I mean, sweet potato casserole probably. Oh, you're wrong. Wait, I'm sorry, I'm wrong. What is the best? My- lasagna okay cool i mean i guess i basically like anything that has like crunchies on top and then like you know i enjoy like a chicken and like broccoli oh chicken Mm.
1: broccoli cheese bake yes
0: oh yeah Mm, you know what we've gotten a little off (laughs) topic our Um, midwestern is showing let's swing back in here Okay. Um, Jennifer said, how do you handle it when a friend or coworker gives you something unsolicited and you're not sure if it's meant to be a borrowed item or a given item for keeps?
1: Um, I think you have to talk about it right then and say, um, when would you like this back? And then they say, oh, no, it's for you to keep. It's a gift. You hold on to it. That's how you get around
0: with them. Yeah, and I think they're saying like, oh, thank you very much. It, You know, when when do you need it back? Whatever. That's what I said. Yeah, but I, this is another thing because sometimes this happens, you know? You loan something, you say like, oh, that's for you to keep. And then like six months later, you're like, oh, you know what? I would like that back. Guess what? It's not yours anymore. <laughs> I, I think that this is why word choice, like we were saying, is so very important. Yes. Because if you say you are giving something to someone, It is not yours anymore. You know, like, then it is a gift you have given to them. And if you are loaning something or borrowing something, the ownership of that item has not changed. Um, Let's see. Um, One last question. This is from Gigi. How long should I let my friend borrow something before I can start asking about it?
1: It depends on the media, I think. The medium, the thing. The thing that that was borrowed. I think that... um, movies think about like a a library rental is like a week yeah right and then um books i would give a little more time for books um probably a couple months right if they haven't gotten to it in six months they're not going to get to it yeah um and then i think that uh clothing should be returned immediately after being worn and laundered yes um
0: and money there needs to be a time. Money, limit yeah, term. there needs
1: to be a timetable that you discuss. I'm like I'm trying to think what else would be like different from any of those. Um
0: if you borrow a uh, like, like a
1: lawnmower. Uh, yes. Right? Or a pencil. Or a pencil. After you're finished using it yes. is when you give it back.
0: And and you know, I think uh, here's just another good rule of thumb that I think is worth saying. Don't loan something to someone who didn't ask for it. I know I know the impulse I've done it oh you love this movie oh you'd love this book right but if you're gonna loan that to someone you can't then expect them to immediately watch it or immediately read it Mm -hmm. I think instead say oh there's gotta
1: be some hype there right right. they gotta
0: want it you would you would love this movie let me know if you ever want to borrow it open that door and leave it at that for a couple reasons one Like I said, you can't expect them to give it back in a timely manner if they weren't even asking about it. And two, I also am of the opinion now in my old age that it is not a good idea to, like, force your media tastes onto somebody. Mm -hmm. Let them, you know, bring the horse to water, but let them drink on their own. You can tell them about it. You can talk about how much they would like it, why they would like it. But if they're not interested in it, shoving it down their throats isn't going to make that happen. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If it's something you really want to share with them, you need to hype it up a bit.
0: Or invite them over to watch it with you. Like Certainly. we said, that's a great way to do it. That's like a great I think you love this it. movie. Let's have a movie night. That's a great way to do it. Um, so I think that's going to do it for us. Thank you so much for joining us. Speaking of media that I think you would like, Ooh. go over to MaximumFun.org and just start clicking around at random. You're going to find some good podcasts. I guarantee it. Just go, oh, what's that over there? Click, click. Great podcast. What's this over here? Click, click. Another great podcast. MaximumFun.org. Uh, and then go to, let's see, family, And mm-hmm. you can find the listings of all the upcoming My Brother, My Brother, Me, and Adventure Zone shows there. Um, I,
1: Some of those might be Schmaner's dates, too. Yeah,
0: we don't know what yet because we're still, you know, we have a baby, so we have to figure out travel and everything. But as many as we can, we will. Uh, but I will also say that I think we have, like, 16 dates and, like, seven or eight of them are already sold out. So, don't wait to get tickets. Go get them now. Macroy.family. Click on Tours. A humble them. brag
1: if I've ever I mean, I'm one. just saying.
0: <laughs> um, you can also see all the merch that's available there. We have some Schmanners merch there, including a thank you note. Uh, it's really, really cool. I really, really like it. And if you're looking for cool thank you notes, this is the way to go, including, I think there's a great tote bag over there, some pins, a t-shirt, a lot of cool stuff. Macroy.family. New stuff
1: added all the time. Yes. So visit often.
0: and Click on Merch. Uh let's see, Teresa, what else?
1: Well, we always like to thank Brent Brentlefloss Black for writing our theme music, which is available as a killer ringtone where those are sold. Um also thank you to Kayla M. Wassel for our uh Twitter thumbnail art. You can tweet at us at SchmannersCast. Um thank you to Keely Weiss Photography for our cover photo for the fan run Facebook group, Schmanner's Fanners. Um, search for that and find some excellent listeners who give and get excellent advice if you would like to submit a topic idea please 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 don't tweet or facebook us because we might miss it yeah email email us schmannerscast at gmail.com
0: Uh, And I think that's going to do it for us. So join us again next week.
1: No RSVP required.
0: You've been listening to Schmanners. Schmanners.
1: Schmanners. Get it.